Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining me again here tonight. A lot is happening. I like the fact, like I said at the beginning, um, that on a typical night like this, a lot of people, their lives don't have meaning. So they need entertainment. Entertainment, right? <clears throat> and emptiness. While we are narrating, we're examining a violent revolution, we're examining this American revolution, we're examining this transition period, which we're at, you know, I haven't mentioned this in a while, but today is day number 866 of this interim period that we are in. 866. And, you know, just so everybody knows, I personally keep track of this, but um, be aware of that. And in this transitional period, we're going from darkness to light. We're letting the enemy expose themselves. We see that the enemy, we're going to see tonight, they're especially panicking. And we're heading towards this incredible precipice. And everything seems to surround this one actor from New York. This one guy is no big deal guy, you would think, right? Wink, wink. Everybody's panicking about Donald Trump, and now we have this presidential election where everyone is jumping into the field. What does that mean? Um, we're going to examine that later on, probably on the member channel. We'll talk about it here as well. But, um, folks, um, in this transitional period that we're in, let us begin here tonight on this Monday night. Let's see what we can get out of this. With discipline and we're executing on it. It is my vision uh, to take the next step to this, to go to the faith-based uh, locales, and then move to uh, private residents. Uh, there are <laughs> residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. <laughs> For anybody, uh, let me just put it this way. He's talking about criminal, illegal aliens in New York, where they should be put. So let's do that again. Take the next step to this, go to the faith-based uh, locales, and then move to uh, private residents. Uh, there are <laughs> residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. They have spare rooms. Uh, they have <laughs> locales, and, and we can find... Right there. Spare rooms, locales, and they're relying on their fake storefront Christians. Faith-based. You heard it right there. Because, I mean, it's even in the Bible. Render to Caesars what is... So how can any Christian contribute to the breaking of the law by hardcore criminals. <laughs> Boom. There it is. They have spare rooms. <laughs> Again, ladies and gentlemen, you got to look at the context. New York City Mayor Eric Adams wants to house illegal hardcore criminal aliens in, quote, private residences. <laughs> I mean, this is what this is spiraling into. And again, you heard it right there where he's relying on Christian, the faith-based crowd. There it is. It is my vision to take the next step to this faith-based locales. <laughs> Think about it. To support 
the breaking of the law. And yeah, while you're at it, you know, hey, open up your own home. <laughs> this is shocking insult to the people of New York, but um, let's keep going on that topic tonight. <laughs> Florida reportedly what sends illegal hardcore criminal aliens what to Gavin Newsom in Sanctuary State of California. Be aware of this laugh out loud situation and now there it is California Attorney General office alleged on Sunday that 16 hardcore criminals from South America were flown on a charter jet from New Mexico and dropped off in Sacramento had documentation indicating that their transportation was arranged by the state of Florida <laughs> yeah um, but notice that they're not concerned with the activity of these 16 criminals the criminals, they're lapping it off, waiting for private housing right here again. Those hardcore 16 criminals, they're lapping right now. They're waiting for their housing. Can you see what the enemy is doing? And this whole situation is unfolding. And a spokesperson with the Attorney General's office who did not want to be identified told the LA Times the document appeared to show that flight was arranged by the Florida Division of Emergency Management. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're trying to get, you know, maybe some points for DeSantis, but uh, either way, psh, there it is. Gavin Newsom threatens to charge Ron DeSantis with kidnapping migrants. <laughs> yeah, right. And, um, <laughs> again, folks, this is a jokey situation. Um, no one should be even remotely taking this serious this is again this is laugh out loud material Gavin Newsom accused Ron DeSantis of kidnapping 16 migrants who were flown from New Mexico to Sacramento California allegedly without advanced preparation of their arrival so again this is the enemy is self imploding and the fact that you would use the word kidnapping when it comes to these criminals that don't belong in our country anyway they already those criminals Every illegal alien should be at Gitmo. I'm saying it tonight. I'm, I like being first. I'm saying it tonight first. All the hardcore, these everybody crossing the border illegally should be handcuffed, shipped on a plane straight to Gitmo. Done. Join these other, you know, Muslims or whatever, these people that, that are in Gitmo. That's it. That would end everything. But you guys know, we're in a real war. The Marxists, they want to get their this job done. So, um, that's what's happening. I mean, I just want to throw that out tonight. I've got a lot of big, big topics to cover. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Big, big situation. We begin. Obviously, this is the month of June. The enemy, it's not just the enemies, ladies and gentlemen. It's not just the Marxists that we're dealing with. You guys know we're dealing with reprobate minds, these blasphemers who are now celebrating the month of June, their blasphemy celebration. They're basically spitting in the face of God. They're laughing at God. They're taking God's promise. The rainbow, like I said on True Social today, the rainbow only means one thing. God, like, you know, let me say this carefully, in wisdom and in grace. The rainbow means one thing. A, God does not play and he is willing to kill everyone who disobeys his commandments if you push him to the limit. 
That's what the rainbow is. It's a reminder that God will kill you. And it doesn't matter what anyone says. That's the way it is. That's the real God. He don't play. And the entire Bible is a testimony to the degree to which God does not play. And once you understand that, and the reason he doesn't play is because he is righteous and perfect, something that most people cannot understand what that means. It's not because, like in Satan's case, Lucifer, he he wants to mess with you. No, he actually loves you so much, he actually gives you a chance to join him, not the other way around. So anyway, with that said, we begin right here tonight when we're talking about the the blasphemy, tranny, sexualization of children movement. Remember, this movement has nothing to do with these guys. We've said it a million times on this channel. This is only about this phenomenon, which is not only a psychological disease, but it's actually a form of spiritual oppression. It's even spiritual possession as in demon possession. And this is a, a blasphemy movement that is forcing the issue. They're spitting in God's face. They're laughing at God's rainbow that promised that God will kill us all. His, they're laughing at God. So anyway, be aware of this. So elementary school turned into the tranny cult, this blasphemy movement. So blasphemy and children are now, to, they go together. <clears throat> So elementary school, which is children, and blasphemy, and they're calling it pride right out of the Bible. And they're having these blasphemy pride indoctrination camps all over the country, as we covered yesterday. And everybody, you guys know. So and be aware of that. I just want you to see these images. Look what they're doing, just like the days of Noah. And these innocent children barring a miracle from God, are being walked into permanent destruction. And they're innocent right now. And remember, the people that are doing this to these innocent children, the Bible says, right? Jesus said, it'd be better that a millstone be wrapped around your neck and your throne into the bottom of the ocean. The people that are doing this, and this is happening all over the country. You guys know it. I don't need to tell you this, but I want to, I'm going somewhere with this. Bear with me. Um, be aware of this. And then you have the actual ringleaders of the blasphemy. I guarantee you, people, that this demon right here is going to be destroyed with fire. He will regret the day he was born. Father James Martin. Gay pride compatible with what? Sacred heart of Jesus. Think of the high-level blasphemy that we are seeing with our own two eyes, be aware of this person. And God, we are going to see, we've reviewed many, many times on this channel, God, this is happening because God is allowing this to happen. And God is allowing this person's brain cells to be confused. There's a purpose in everything that is happening. You wouldn't understand this by listening to today's storefront fake Christians. You would, you're never, never going to get it. 
Because in their version of who God is, God is this weak character that is running, chasing after you somehow. <laughs> and um, they twist the meaning of what love is, and there it is. This blasphemer, Jesuit from Father James Martins, said this weekend, what celebrating gay pride is compatible with devotion to the sacred heart because both teach us about the love of Jesus, if you can believe that. Shocking stuff. Um, the blasphemy goes on. I'm not even sure if I should read this because I... You know, I don't want to be associated with this, but um, God knows that I'm only doing this for educational sake. So this blasphemer is coming out saying that in June, Catholics celebrate the month of the Sacred Heart. And the blasphemy movement, the tranny cult, this pedophile movement, people celebrate Pride Month. I, this Father John, I'm okay with this blasphemy, he is basically saying. And he's saying that the tranny cult Catholics celebrate both. Look at that. One shows us how Jesus loves, the other shows us us whom Jesus calls us to love today. No, that is not true at all. Um, Jesus said to run, that he came to divide, and people don't accept the gospel to dust the dust your feet, dust take the dust off your sandals, and to reject these these demons. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, don't take it from me. Let's take a trip through the main book that's going to determine the real end game. <clears throat> we were told in Matthew. Right? What is this? Matthew 24. Just bear with me on a few verses tonight because this is reality. This is what's happening. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. And we were told Matthew 24, 36 says what? But concerning that day and hour, no one knows when Jesus is coming back, right? Not even the angels. So that blasphemous priest, really, that Jesuit father, supposedly, he does not know the hour when and being so Jesus said back, back then um for as as were the days of Noah so will be the coming of the son of man for as in those days before the flood they were laughing it off these phony priests and these church leaders they're laughing it off they're eating and drinking and marrying and giving mar- giving in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark. So it's the same thing. And they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away. So so will be the coming of the Son of Man. So be aware of that. And I want to combine that with um, this right here. I got more scripture for everybody. I got three of them. And um, this is Romans chapter 1 talking about the situation that what God's wrath on unright again this is the reason the rainbow belongs to God because there's a, a wrath portion of God he doesn't play around so the Christians today don't want you to see this and if you bring this up then you don't have enough love so they are in, indirectly working for Satan a lot of these Christians today but it doesn't matter what they have to say because we were told in Romans chapter 1 verse 18 for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth dot 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 like today's storefront Christians they are suppressing the truth and we know why right and that God is plain to see everybody sees who God is every morning when they wake up in the morning and this clearly perceived we've done this chapter before with everybody and 
they knew God and they did not honor him. Instead, these priests and these fathers, they're honoring the LGBTQ cult instead. And because of that, that father, that Catholic guy, he has become futile in his thinking and everyone involved in this LGBTQ, mostly everyone, they have become foolish in their hearts. Their hearts are right now darkened. You would not know this by listening to today's storefront Christians. They would have you believe that, you know, no big deal. Nothing's happening. Just love them, and then suddenly they're going to snap out of it. So be aware of that. And because of that, God likes to give people up. God, therefore, God gave them up in their lust and in their hearts to impurity. So be aware of that. God likes to give things up. He doesn't like to hold on to things that are dishonorable. Know that, you're, again, you're not going to hear this from today's storefront deception movement Christians. They don't want to hear, they don't want you to know about God giving people up. And, you know, they, they just want you to know that God is chasing you because he needs you somehow. <laughs> and they, wa- they don't want you to see this. And to round out this Bible segment, then I like my Romans, cha- uh, excuse me, my Ephesians chapter 5, where we're being told, what? Let no one deceive you with empty words. What? For because of these things, the things we just went over, and the supposed Father James Martin blaspheming God, because of these things, because of the LGBTQ blasphemy movement dedicating an entire month to Satan, because of that, these things, because of these things that we are watching in 2023, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Period. And the what? Are we supposed to be loving them? Well, we wish we should be honorable and we should, yeah, we should love them, but what type of love? It, I'll tell you what, what type of love it is not right there. Therefore, what? Do not become partners with them. Boom! <laughs> For one time you walked, right? You were walking, you, you were in darkness, but now you are in, you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Boom. That is the way this works. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, when you walk as a children of light, you are not going to be loosely using the word love to team up and be homeboys with the this, tranny, the, the, this whole blasphemy movement. You're not. You are not going to be partners with them. And I just feel like I needed to put that out. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's continue moving because chilling effect states are cracking down on therapists who don't affirm kids' trans identities. Be aware of this. And what basically is happening is that the states are labeling. Let me just let everyone know right now. If you're a therapist or a doctor and you don't go along with the tranny cult and don't conv- go along with a child that's been brainwashed by their teacher or their parent, you don't go along with that gender confusion. They are labeling that conversion therapy. And now they're saying, yeah, we're going to have to make that conversion therapy illegal. And now, just like with COVID, 
Pay attention. Remember the whole thing with C19? Yeah, you don't go along with conversion therapy. We're going to have to go ahead and take your license. That's what's happening. Be aware of this. And now, like I said here, term widely understood to mean bans on clinical attempts to get patients to stop feeling same-sex attraction. That's from the old days. But what? This conversion therapy has now been what? Redefined with the encouragement of transgender activists to include attempts to change a patient's gender identity. Get it? (laughs) And already dozens of states have banned conversion therapy. Are you forcing homosexuality on that child? No, 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 no. We're just banning conversion therapy. Get it? It sounds more scientific. What? No, we're just banning conversion therapy. Be aware of the scary level of evil that we are facing. Be aware of that. And um, can we do one more? Be aware of this. Be aware of this. Minnesota moves to allow trans-identified male inmates to be housed in women's prisons. Think about that. Slap in the face. I mean, look at it. I mean, yikes. Look at this demon. <laughs> Be aware of this. Christopher Lust, 57-year-old pervert male, will be moved to a female-only prison and will... Re- Look at this. And he's getting a $500,000 payout. The criminals are laughing at all. And ladies and gentlemen, this hardcore criminal tranny, um, be aware of that, um... I just came across when I was reviewing, studying this article, that um, he is totally mocking God. He's talking about, with this settlement, the Department of Corrections takes an important, necessary step towards fulfilling its responsibility to the the people in its care, this demon is saying. Right? And, um, or whoever this brave man, thanks to Chris... Christopher Lust's willingness to speak out. And uh, he, uh, that, that demon comes out himself. Um, right? He comes out and I'm trying to find out where he said this, where he's basically mocking God. Right here. <clears throat> this journey has brought extreme challenges, that demon is saying. And I've endured so much. My hope is that nobody has to go through the same of circumstances I relied on my faith right there mocking God and I never gave up I can truly say that I am strong proud transgender woman he thinks and my name is Christina Lusk (laughs) yeah right there he's mocking God be aware of this yeah I got my faith again they're co-opting who God is. Folks, um, it ain't over yet. I know it's a lot of bad things. I want to put this out. Things are turning. Uh, listen. You have indicated that you don't believe in systemic racism. What is your definition of systemic racism? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you destroy Marxism. Keep watching the look on this demon's face. These wicked witches of the view. I said it before. We don't have a country until this this TV show is shut down. 
but watch the wicked witch's face while Tim Scott destroys Marxism. Yes, answer the uh, question that you've answered. Does it ex- or does it even exist yeah. in your mind? Let me, let me uh, answer the question this way. One of the things that I think about, and one of the reasons why I'm on the show, is because of the comments that were made, frankly, on this show, that the only way for a young African-American kid to be successful in this country is to be the exception and not the rule. That is a dangerous, offensive disgusting message to send to our young people today that the only way to succeed is by being the exception. I will tell you that if my life is the exception, uh, I can't imagine. But, but, I can't but it imagine, is. But it's not, actually. Here's, here's, it's been here's 114 my, years. Yeah, so, so the fact of the matter is we've had an African-American <laughs> president, African-American uh, vice president. We've had two African-Americans to be secretaries of the state. Uh, in my home city, uh, the police chief is an African-American who's now running for mayor. The head of the highway patrol for South Carolina is an African-American. Still in, 19, in 1975, um, there was about 15% employment in the African-American community for the first time in the history of the country. It's under 5%. 40% homelessness and 50% of African-Americans of the folks get, in our community. get 13% make, of the population. You have a chance to ask the question. I know that I've watched you on the show that you like people to be deferential and respectful, so I'm going to do the that same thing. True. So here's what I'm going to suggest. I'm going to suggest the fact of the matter is that progress in America is palpable. It can be measured in generations. I look back at the fact <laughs> that my grandfather, born in 1921 in Sally, South Carolina, when he was on a on a sidewalk, a white person was coming, he had to step off and not make eye contact. That man believed then, with some doubt now, in the goodness of America, because he believed that having faith in God, mm-hmm. faith in himself, and faith in what the future could hold for his kids would unleash opportunities in ways that you, you cannot imagine. Every kid today can look just change the stations and see how much progress has been made in this country. ABC, NBC, CBS, ESPN, CNN, Fox News all have African-American and Hispanic hosts. So what I'm suggesting (laughs) is that the yesterday's exception is today's rule. And for us to suggest... So America has met its promise. No, of course, the the concept of America is that we are going to become a more perfect union. But in fact, the challenges that we faced 50 years ago and 60 years ago... (laughs) Look at her face, dude. Right there. Look, Keep watching her face. This is how you destroy Marxism. She, you could see it. She knows she's being destroyed. Could not be the same challenges that we face today. And here's the way that you, you measured that. When my mother was born, about 10% of African-Americans got a high school degree, wow. diploma. Today, it's over 90%. When you look at the income, when you look at the income success that That's we've had. HBCU stat. Well, listen, HBCU stat is a good okay. one because one of the reasons why I took the funding for. You could see. She's completely out of ammunition. She, that was her last ammunition. Oh, maybe that's an HBCU stat. <laughs> HBCUs to the highest level in the history of the country, and then I help make it permanent, is because I believe that education is the closest thing to magic in America. So I'm about making sure that our kids have as many opportunities to succeed as possible. It's one of the reasons why. I need I an did, opportunity to well, succeed. Because I have to go to Brandon. Oh, they're begging. They're begging. I'm, I'm just getting started. I know. <laughs> All people can see the success that I've had. We'll be right back. There it is, folks. He's playing with them. I just wanted people to to digest that. This is where we are in 2023. God bless Tim Scott. I mean, I mean, this is where we are. And God bless this gentleman right here. We don't 
have to hide. NBA player Jonathan Isaac launches anti-woke sports apparel brand. Be aware of that. I'm not going to get too much into this, but um, be aware of this. Totally coming up against a grain and, again, proving, again, that you it doesn't matter what skin color you are. It doesn't matter. It's about who you are. And there it is. You guys can look into that. Be aware of that. Um, you know, it's, it's a great thing to prove the media wrong. And speaking of proving the media wrong, this one's kind of fun. Uh, yeah, let's see what this is. <laughs> what? Neo-Nazis in Ukraine might be a problem after all? Says New York Times. <laughs> Where's my... Um, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, be aware of this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that the um, New York Times all of a sudden is admitting, like I said, the West is stuck in a dead end. Hey, yeah, forget all this. <clears throat> um, according to the New York Times, they're admitting, looking for a good um, the report referring to thorny issues <laughs> in his headline headline head. Highlight several cases where Ukrainian and NATO authorities, what, have been forced to take down social media posts promoting the work of what Ukraine's armed forces defending the country from Russia's invasion, featuring regimental and moral patches accented with Nazi emblems. Right there. Oh. Having then to confirm that Putin was right. And be aware of this. Pictures of neo-Nazi patches threatened to reinforce Putin's propaganda. Read about it right there in New York Times. Right there. We can't believe reality is hitting us in the face and it confirms what Putin was saying. We can't believe this is happening. Don't ever give up on yourself. Truth matters. And it's not dependent on what the masses are saying. Folks, let's jump around. I just want to throw this out. Texas investigators raid Border County Elections Office over alleged ballot harvesting. Be aware of this. This is sort of new and breaking. What is this? And um, this has to do with the work of Project Texas Red. And they came up with some information. This group filed the initial complaint on this um, office in the border county. <clears throat> and it's a big, big raid. So, you know, we last, last week we were talking about these weird stories in Texas that we're watching with the Attorney General. And is this one of those? Is this what's going on in Texas? Here we go again. Ballot harvesting raid. Uh, we don't know. All right, folks, while you're thinking of that, uh, let's, um, is it the second half of the show? Or is sure. The enemy, we're winning the war of information. You guys already know it. Uh, let's see what the enemy is saying. They focused on the mission. Accidentally tells the truth. I mean, we have that time and time again, in, whether it's the Durham investigation, whether it's the Comey investigation, these people keep humiliating themselves 
and it's left to the Wall Street Journal <clears throat> editorial page to try to clean it up for them. But even they're saying there's no smoking gun. <laughs> really? And at Durham and all of us on the right, we are humility, humiliating ourselves. Where's this crowd of people that are laughing at us? Again, ladies and gentlemen, this goes back to the heart and soul of who is the majority. So this is a report, MSNBC, obviously. And now the clown couple, they're, well, listen in. They want you to believe that this Biden thing is a complete nothing burger. Really? Yeah, and coming out on top of the committee chair who said that this was good for ratings, um, you wonder what the impetus is. I mean, Mitik is right. When you look at all of the polling, heading, certainly heading into the 2022, to midterm elections, the idea of investigating the Biden family didn't rank anywhere. I, I, I literally didn't see it anywhere in the top 10 polling issues uh, that people were concerned about. And yet it seems to be something that certain members of Congress in the Republican Party are very focused on. And obviously, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The polls show people, nobody's interested in this Biden investigation. You know, the, the polls of all the liberals that we took. And uh, that's enough of this clown. It gets, she rolls on even more, but you get the point. You don't need to play too much MSNBC. Uh, Yeah, why would anyone be concerned about this Biden thing? Meanwhile, um, yeah, let's uh, move on. Um, Speaking of the Biden situation, here we go. James Comer discusses his meeting with the FBI reveals what's next for the Biden bribery investigation. <laughs> so um, be aware, um, a lot of people are talking about this. And let me give you my breakdown. If, you know, here we go again. You know, obviously, the FBI and Comer and all of them, they got together today. And after weeks of ignoring the subpoena, the Bureau finally, finally agreed, like we talked about last week. Trump's Christopher Wray... And the end result, pay attention, they agreed to brief Comer on the existence and details. And um, following that meeting, the Republican congressional member shared several, here it is. So they had this meeting, blow it down, we have the emotional right-wing media. They get this meeting with the FBI, Trump's Christopher Ray, and whoever. So they bring the document to Comer and Congress, the House, they observe all the details in this document. They empower the House that now has seen everything in this document. And like I said here, following that meeting, the Republican congressional member, what shared, now that they have this new information that has been delivered to them by Trump's Christopher Ray. Now they are sharing what several pertinent facts about the documents. Can you see what is happening? Link, namely, that it not only exists, but that it has not been disproven and discredited by the FBI. And um, you decide what's happening here. And like it says here, James Comer confirms FD 1023 form proved Biden criminal bribery scheme. After viewing it. So he is viewing it. He's confirming situation. You know. He's like. 
Okay. But then, um, again, this goes back to everything we said yesterday. Despite all that, today FBI officials confirmed that the unclassified FBI generated record has not been disproven, etc., right? Confidential human source also provided information. That's what it's all about. It's all about the, and that's what they need. They needed the information about then Vice President Biden being involved in criminal bribery scheme is a trusted, highly credible informant. We talked about the that. Is that the same guy from yesterday? They're rolling out his credibility first. And, uh, and, and on and on, right? And like we said yesterday, these are facts and no amount of spin, frankly, lies from the White House and congressional de- Democrats can change this information. So I would argue that right now the House got what they needed, the, informa- the actual information. And um, Comer comes out, confirms what prior reporting at Red State that the confidential informant provided the evidence, who provided the evidence against Biden is credible, you know, highly credible. And <clears throat> despite all of that, one new revelation that Comer discloses is that the FT-1023 is part of an ongoing investigation. That's what Ray and his people, you know, something's going on. That's the one sentence everyone should be looking at. And then it goes on, what? That could be read in one of two ways. Either the FBI is actually investigating the alleged bribery scheme involving Biden and his family, or more likely, they are just saying that they are in order to keep the document out of the hands of Congress. Well, if you read the intel drops, you know which option it is. So something is going on. Comer is now acknowledging that. But, um, and it said the FBI has routinely claimed in the past, all right, whatever, you know, that it's ongoing investigation. Anyway, in response to all of this, Comer says that what Congress will now hold hearings on, we're going to get Ray on holding FBI Director Christopher Ray in contempt of Congress. <laughs> no matter what, that's a move, like it says here, that won't produce any legal ramifications. Boom. Given Biden's DOJ would never press charges, but it could help provide grounds for a future court battle to obtain the FD 1023 form. Um, so there it is. So um, translation: Comer got a chance to see the form, and I guess Ray says, "I'm not going to hand it to you, but you can see it." Oh, I guess. And now he—they got the information they need, and now they're following through with this, what it ultimately will be under the guise of this regime, an irrelevant contempt. I mean, perfect for the optics, just like we were talking about in that 2018 drop with Sessions. Perfect optics. Sessions look, I mean, uh, Ray maintains his villain role while he's like showing Comer everything he needs to see. Get it? Uh-huh. it doesn't matter Comer's got what he needed they looked at the document they looked at everything so but it's great optics maybe they'll go through and I, here's what I think is going to happen yeah Mr. Ray come on in they're going to bring him in swear him in you're under this contempt hearing and then in that hearing get ready get ready for Ray to divulge I'm, I'm, I'm predicting Ray's going to be like what I'm in this hearing for contempt let me tell you about this and this and it stuff. And he's going to put stuff on record that he would otherwise not be able to. Think about this. 
And you wouldn't be able to do that unless you bring him in for something. We're going to bring you in for contempt while you are showing us the document that we need to see. Get it? So win-win for the Patriots. That's how I see it. A lot of people don't think this through. But ladies and gentlemen, forget all that. You want to see what real panic is all about? Fasten your seatbelts. The deal, now that the Durham report is out, that Trump's Christopher Ray's FBI said, ah, we are evil, ah, we agree with everything in that report, the Durham report. Ah! Guess who is panicking? Remember, nobody walks away from this. So do it in time. So do it this summer. Not that you don't have insight into this, but do it this summer. That would mean that they could complete the cases before he were to take. He would take office. Yes, I don't know anything, obviously, but I would predict your summer will be. Don't plan any long vacations as a journalist. You said that Trump poses a near existential threat to the rule of law, and and this is something similar language that I hear privately from national security officials, some people you and I both know who will say this privately about what a second term could mean. But tell me a little bit about the specifics of what he could try to do. What do you mean by that? Well, think about what. Tell us the specifics of what does it mean that nothing can stop what is coming? Four years of a retribution presidency might look like. He could. <laughs> really? Oh. It would have this. Nothing can stop what is coming feel to it. That we wouldn't be able to stop. I'm James Comey. I'm letting you know that it it would be this nothing can stop what's coming situation. I don't think that that would be a good thing. Order the investigation and prosecution of individuals who he sees as enemies. I'm sure I'm on the enemies list because the president constitutionally does oversee the executive branch entirely, which includes the Department of Justice, prosecutors and investigators. And so he could commission direct that individuals be pursued. He could also direct all kinds of other conduct that people would maybe take to court to try to stop. But who enforces court orders? Mm -hmm. Mostly the United States Marshals Service, which is in part of the executive branch and reports to the president. And so President Trump could say, I don't care what the Supreme Court says or these district judges say. I'm telling the Marshals Service, don't enforce the court order. Mr. Comey, are you describing that it could be a situation where nothing would be able to stop what's coming? Is that what you are saying? And so our Constitution really does give a rogue president, which is what this would be, tremendous power to destroy. And so. Now, as opposed to like, it's not like Biden's a rogue resident, is he? As opposed to that, right? That's why I'm trying to warn people. Given the way he said he intends to operate if he's reelected, this will be something we could never have imagined. Again, it seems like science fiction in a way. <laughs> the fact that I could end up dead and all, those, all that information on this online research project would actually come to life, that feels like science fiction to me.
But it's what another four years of Donald Trump really promises, which is why people criticize CNN for their town hall. I want the American people to stare at the threat that we're facing and Too late, dude. Too late. Nothing can stop what's coming, dude. Understand that they cannot take the next election off. You were a Republican most of your life, uh, but voted for, and you may still consider yourself one, but voted for Biden in 2020. Do you intend to vote for him again? Or is there anyone on the Republican side you might consider if it's not Trump? It has to be Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) It has to be Joe Joe Biden. And, And I'm glad he's willing to serve. It has to be somebody committed to the rule of law, committed to the values of this country. And I, I'm not talking. <laughs> All right, folks. There it is. The only person that could save me from going to Gitmo or much, much worse. I, I think the only person I can think of is maybe it has, it has to be Joe Biden. You think that he thinks that RFK Jr. is going to save him? DeSantis? We already know he's panicking about Trump. You think he he trusts Ramaswamy? How about, well, uh, we got all these people running now. Pence! He knows it's over. It has to be Joe Biden. Common sense. Right, Paul? Don't forget, you know, we've made it a habit lately. We were told right before the election in 2020, nothing can stop. What is coming is not just a catchphrase. Are you ready to finish what we started? This is where we are right now, people. Are you ready to take back control of this country? Are you ready to hold the political elite protected accountable? This is where we are. We're in this finish line feel. And that is the reason everybody's afraid of Trump. There it is. Zelensky admits fear of Trump 2024. Before begging for more missiles system. But this is the part I want people to see. And you can read what he's saying. Like, I never imagined what would happen if Trump were to come back. Trump, who aligned himself against the Nazis with a lot of these BRIC nations and Russia and Putin. We've been who we talked about that before on the member channel. I mean, that is the way this works. They're packing. All right, folks. That almost does it for me. Really, I just want to show everyone a couple things. Obviously, we have Trump. Meanwhile, all that's happening. Trump attorneys, what? They met with DOJ ahead of grand jury convening over Mar-a-Lago seized documents. We don't know much of what was said. The attorney spoke, and we know that they are putting together this grand jury, and Trump is coming out, calling it all out. Just after the meeting ended, Trump posted on True Social, how can... DOJ possibly charge me. Well, let's read it right here. Trump coming out. How can DOJ possibly charge me who did nothing wrong when no other president were charged, when Biden won't be charged for anything, including the fact that he 1850 boxes, much of it classified and some dating back to his Senate days when even Democrat senators were, are shocked. So remember, um, this is again a problem very 
likely white hat operation to release this without this white hat operation to expose Biden, Trump would not have this ammunition. Think about it. And then Trump says also President Clinton had documents and one in court. Crooked Hillary deleted 33,000 emails, many classified, and wasn't even close to being charged. Only Trump, greatest witch hunt ever. Again, and you know, remember this when the, like I said, these events unfolded in 2021, 2022, and now because they did, thank you, White Hats, Trump has this ammunition on his side. That wraps it up for me. Well, you know, and then, of course, we already mentioned this, but uh, see what you think. You know, sideshow. Mike Pence officially files for presidential run. Just a jokey run. Obviously, everybody knows that no one has a chance. One of the strategies by the White Hat um, packing out the field. Everybody's running for president all of a sudden. Who does that benefit? One person. Trump. While Trump is having meetings, his attorneys. So, I like what this is going, where this is going. Um, nothing can really stop what's coming. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for me on this Monday night. God bless you all. Come on over to the website. Be on the lookout for another upload on the member channel. <clears throat> Don't forget all the ways you can support this channel. Join me on uh, True Social. And uh, let me know your thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, and um, <clears throat> I love you guys all. Be back tomorrow, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. God bless. I love you all.